if you definitely know what your major is, I would say pick a college that's that's going to make you come out with the least amount of debt, no matter what the name is behind that college. Because to be honest, I think the degree is more important than the college it comes from. Hi, this is Shlomo Sosin, the host of the Teenage Impact Podcast, where we share stories, tips, and specific strategies on how you as a teenager can overcome adversity in your life so you can make a difference. Before I continue with the podcast, I included a link in the description. It's called the 52 Tips I Wish I Knew in High School. And these, this is based off of lessons I've learned over the years in mental health, um, bullying, school, career, finances, relationships. So go check it out. It's only 20 pages. It should take about 30 minutes to an hour to read and can really change your life if you spend just 30 minutes of time and implementing one tip a month. Today's podcast guest is Will Holdren. Will Holdren is a high school senior of a small town and a small high school of only 300 people. And that 300 people includes from seventh grade all the way to 12th grade. He is the author of Becoming the Best and the host of the podcast, Will Power Podcast. And he's been applying to colleges in the past year. Today's podcast episode is going to be about the stress of applying to different colleges, whether you should go to college, which college you should go to, what major you should choose, and how to overcome the pressure from society when choosing these different colleges. So give it up for Will Holdren. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for having me on this morning. I appreciate it. No problem. Will's an athletic high school senior. And he's not only athletic, he's smart, he's ambitious, and uh, he wants to make a impact in this world. But right now, he's playing basketball. I, I saw that you just made your 1,000 points. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, how, did, how did you get into basketball and sports? Because you also play uh, baseball and golf. Yeah, well, uh, like we were talking about earlier, like my school is a small school. And for people out there that think like a small school is like a thousand people, my school is like 300 people from seventh grade to 12th grade. So, I mean, wow. when I was back like the first and second grade, I mean, we we're kind of like in that sports culture kind of. And a bunch of my friends around me like to play sports too. And I did too. And then we've had a bunch of great dads of my friends who just started up like a program in second grade and stuff like that and just got us into like the sports mindset. And then, you know, we've kind of just gone from there. And ever since then, you know, I played all three sports in my high school. So, I mean, wow. I love I love baseball. And actually, I did play soccer all the way up until ninth grade. And then I switched over to golf because I actually um, – something happened to my hip. So then I couldn't really run right for soccer. So I had to change over to golf. But mm -hmm. So, yeah, which, I like being a sport athlete. Which one is your favorite one? Definitely basketball. Definitely I'd basketball. Because it's like I'm the most good at basketball compared <laughs> to the other one that I play. So. Yeah. Basketball. Yeah, as a high school senior, you know it's it's pretty stressful. I, I remember when I was a high school senior, it was the pressures of going to colleges. You know, balancing everything. I had a part time job, just everything um, from friends to family to school to extracurricular activities. What kind of pressures have you felt being a high school senior? Oh man, there's tons of pressure. I mean. Honestly, I'm lucky enough to have a family that supports me in whatever I want to do in my life. But, I mean, as a senior, like, 
you got to know what you want to do in the future because it's that time. Like you've had since kindergarten until now to actually think about it. And now you got to actually like, all right, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. So you got that pressure on you. And that can be a lot for any one person. And it takes a lot of time to figure that out, even though you did have the first 17 years of your life to figure that out. But I mean, other than that, I mean, grades too play a big factor in it because you don't want to be a disappointment to people around you, to your teachers. So you want to get the A's and B's or the highest grades that you can. But I mean, it's stressful because once you're in senior year, you're taking harder classes like AP, Calc, Physics, that kind of stuff. So, I mean, the classes get harder, but you still got to hold yourself to that higher standard of getting that A's and B's and truly reaching your full potential in school. So school does provide a lot of pressures on you, but at the same time, you just got to be ready for them and just realize that this is another step on the ladder and eventually you'll get through it and on to the next stage of your life. Absolutely. And have you looked into uh, different colleges? Yeah, I have. I've got accepted to a couple colleges around here. I plan to major in mechanical engineering and minor in entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. So I've been accepted to Wilkes. I don't know if you know where that's at. Grove City, which is down near Pittsburgh. Um, I applied to JMU in Virginia. And actually, I was accepted to Florida Gulf Coast University in Florida. Oh, wow. But I only applied there because it's literally on a beach. And there's a, there's a pool in the quad, which is pretty cool. So I know. I, I, I actually know a few people that went there. <laughs> oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. yeah it's a good Look, school. Yeah, yeah. But funny story, I actually applied to Cornell for my early mm -hmm. early decision. But you know, I like I published a book, I have a podcast, stuff like that. All right, like Cornell should probably accept me, right? But mm -hmm. no, they did not accept me. So that yeah. was kind of a letdown for me, a disappointment. But I guess it's for the best. I would have gone into a lot of debt if I decided to go to Cornell or if they accepted me. So mm -hmm. I guess it's for the best that they didn't accept me. So mm -hmm. and and you were also mentioning the the stress level of you know from deciding what major to a college to seeing if even if college is the best option how has that affected you the last year man i i like i saw my brother my brother's three years older than me so i, mm -hmm. I saw him go through the same process i'm like man it really can't be that difficult like when i get to that age i'm gonna know exactly what i want to do before christmas even starts my senior year. like wow that did not happen at all I mean, college is it's just a crazy process. I mean, if you think about it, I think the first college that was started in America was Harvard, and that was back in, like, the 1600s. So some people would even say that college could be an outdated concept because college started about, like, three over 300 years ago. And, I mean, what other business in today's age has lasted for 300 years? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. the society changes and stuff like that. So college is honestly another business too. And if you think about it, society changes and so should college's concepts, but you know, it's still kind of the same and society still pressures a lot of people to go and get that four year degree, get in college debt, and then you're going to work your whole life trying to pay that off. But in actuality, I would think that like, you know, sometimes a community college would be better for people, even though it's looked down upon in society. But even if you get that two-year degree, it's still a degree, and you can still do what you want. And even in today's economy, I'm like, it's not impossible to get a job today. So, But I do think that college is important if you want to be like an engineer or a doctor where you actually need that training and stuff. Because then, you know, you do need those classes and stuff like that to learn what you want to learn to do what you want to do in the future. But I mean, like marketing and stuff like that, 
like I think the best education kind of would be just job shadowing somebody, you know what I mean? Or just following someone around that already is doing what you want to do. Like there's really good marketers out there that put everything on YouTube and stuff like that. So, I mean, if you just watch all their videos on YouTube, I mean, in today's society, it's the easiest ever to learn a new concept. So absolutely. Yeah. So many people think you got to go to college to learn like a specific thing, but in actuality, like, like YouTube, Instagram, um, Facebook, like they all have platforms out there and entrepreneurs are on there trying to reach out to people and they're giving so much content away for free. But so many kids are just like, they don't think like that's enough education, but really it's the same thing that a college would be teaching you, except you don't get the degree behind it. But I mean, yeah, college can be a really tough time, but there's really other avenues instead of college, but society really pressures people, I think, to go to college, even when it's not really the best option for them. Mm-hmm. And I also, I've interviewed a couple of people or what, they, what they're doing is they're taking a gap year where they they take that year off just to kind of figure out what they want to do. And if yeah. college is truly for them, they go to college at 19 versus 18 years old. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think a gap year is a good idea to be honest, but I mean the danger with a gap year though, is that sometimes you might like totally lose your ambition or your motivation mm-hmm. or stuff like that. So, and taking a year off is a lot of time, but maybe you like, take like a semester off, you know, you can still get that time to think about it a little bit more. And then, still go down the path that you really want to go down absolutely and i i remember when i was a high school senior youtube wasn't that big i don't think it was i think people used to go on youtube to watch like funny stuff back then i don't think uh 10 years ago people used to go youtube to actually learn so it's it's actually a great resource youtube audible which is an online book subscription yeah you can you can DM different mentors on Instagram or on LinkedIn, so many different ways if you want to go the business route. But if you don't want to go the business route, uh, what would you recommend if, if you don't want to go the entrepreneurship route? Like there's some people that don't want to do entrepreneurship. Yeah. So if you definitely know what your major is, I would say pick a college that's, that's going to make you come out with the least amount of debt, no matter what the name is behind that college. Because to be honest, I think the degree is more important than the college it comes from. Because, I mean, like, yeah, kids are going to get in Cornell and Harvard. And then if you do get in like a job situation where they got to pick between Harvard and you, like they're obviously going to pick the Harvard kid. But that's not always going to be the situation. And like I said before, like there's so many jobs out there that people don't even realize. So like if you just have that degree and you get that knowledge and actually learn how to do your skill that you're going into the field for, then you'll be able to find a job. I think the number one key is just pick a college that's going to give you the least amount of debt coming out of it. And that, that's honestly the phase that I'm going through right now. Mm-hmm. And has society put pressure on you to go to college? I mean, absolutely. I mean, both my parents went to college. My brother's going to college. I mean, everyone's around me going to college. So, yeah, I definitely feel that pressure, even though I kind of feel myself mm-hmm. more in the entrepreneurship role. But like I said, I kind of I want to major in engineering. So to me, like my entrepreneurship road would be my first option. I can still do that while I'm, I'm going to college. But then, you know, if that doesn't work out, then I'll still have like a the more safer route that mm-hmm. society is safe, which would be my engineering position. And, you know, I can still do other things on the side, like once I get my engineering job. But 
since I want to be an engineer, like honestly, hardly I do, then I think college is the right choice for me because I do need to develop those skills mm-hmm. that only college can teach me, I think. The pressure that you feel, how do you mitigate those pressures on a daily basis? Because, you know, stress... You know, stress sucks. You know, stress can come from different ways, but we always need to find um, solutions to how to alleviate that pressure that we put on ourselves. Yeah, well, here's the thing. No matter what you do, stress is going to be a part of your life. It's just just part of our human nature. Like, we're always going to be stressed out no matter what we do. But in order to deal with pressure, I mean, really, if you get down to the root of it, the pressure that you feel is just a pressure that you put on yourself. because you're only living your life. You're not living your parents' life. So only you know what is best for you. And so if you're doing things to please your parents or your siblings or people around you, then you're going to be really unhappy in the future. And then to make things worse, you're going to be unhappy in the future. Even though you do get that marketing job, you're still going to be depressed. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, your safe road is going to put you in the same spot that you're in right now. So why wouldn't you just um, take those pressures off you and just, do the thing that you want to do no matter what the consequences are because you only got one life. Mm-hmm. And I know this is going to kind of childish, but I was watching the movie uh, Jumanji the other day with The Rock and Kevin Hart. And one of the – they get like three lives, I think, in the movie. And one of the best things is that when The Rock is on his last life and he still has to do this really courageous act, he's like, man, it's so much harder to do this one act when you only have one life left. I'm like, man, that's so true. And that can relate to the real world too because – I mean, you only got one life, so you don't want to mess it up, too. But you also don't want to live a life that's going to leave you depressed when you're older. And like 50 years from now, when you're in a nursing home, you're like, man, I really wish I would have done this. Mm-hmm. That is the worst regret that a person can have when they're older. So, I mean, right now, you're going to feel the pressure, yeah. But, I mean, you just got to do what's best for you. And only you know what's best for you in your heart. And here's the thing about life. You know, you make these decisions and... Yes, sometimes you have to live with these decisions, but you're constantly evolving as a person. You know, you might like engineering right now, but maybe I know this might seem crazy, but hey, maybe five years from now you want to become an accountant. I don't know. I've seen so many people graduate with a degree and do something in life that's completely different. And you might seem like, oh, it's the end of the world. I spent four or five years. But you can't uh, dwell on how far you've come and how much time you've spent on something. You're constantly thinking of, you know, new ways to improve yourself, new ways. I I would have never imagined in high school that I would have had a podcast that I'm inspiring the youth. I actually knew I wanted to own a, a business, but didn't know what type of business. But people change. It's okay. And it's totally normal. Yeah, I I. I agree with that 100% and society kind of it kind of frowns on pivoting mm-hmm. from like switching your majors you know but like yeah like you said like your feelings can change what you like can change so there's nothing wrong with it mm-hmm. and like I said only you know what what you want to do so just you just do you that's mm-hmm. what it comes down yeah that um it's funny that you say you want to be an engineer I actually one of my good friends he did engineering major um, he worked at J.P. Morgan Chase for five years. Uh, uh, he recently quit um, to go full-time with his brand called Armani Talks. And he just helps people with communication. And he has a well-known brand. And uh, his mom didn't even know that he quit his job until he got, like, bigger. And then his wow. mom discovered him on Twitter. <laughs> 
That's awesome, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. Are you planning on playing sports in college if you decide to go? I think if I go to a smaller D3 college, I'll try to play basketball or golf. But if I go to like a D2 or D1 college, you know, I'm too small. Theoretically, I'm only 5'10", so I probably couldn't make, really make it happen. But, I mean, also engineering is kind of a tough major compared to other majors in colleges. So I kind of want to focus more of my time on my studies instead mm-hmm. of sports. But like I said, I think it's doable, and I think it's important to be part of a group while you're at college instead of just focusing on studies mm-hmm. all of the time. So it's important to just get yourself out there. But, yeah, I think if I go to a mm-hmm. smaller college, I'll try to play basketball or golf. You should play basketball. What's your motivation behind starting a podcast and writing a book at 17? Man, yeah. So writing a book at 17, honestly, I just want – it's honestly – it's a Christian motivational book. So I just wanted to inspire other kids like me, you know, that live the normal life according to society that aren't coming up from, like, dirt poor houses or aren't born with a ton of money. You know what I mean? I'm talking about the kids in the middle that – feel those pressures that you're talking about. You're like, you know, you got to go to college, but my book is like, you know, yeah, you have that normal life. You have people around you that just do the normal thing, but that doesn't mean you have to too. So that means that you can do whatever you want to do as long as it makes you happy. And that's the number one key. And so my book was kind of based behind that. And my podcast on the other hand, I mean, it was still out there to help people like that because I interview uh, entrepreneurs as well and CEOs in all fields. But my podcast, man, has really been a blessing in disguise because I've met so many impressive people. Like, yes, two days ago, I just talked with an Emmy winner on my podcast. And, like, all I did was DM this guy on Instagram. He already just responded to me. Like, this guy's legit. So yeah, it's important to get those connections at a young age, I think. And it's, imp- it's also important to help people around you. And so that's honestly the, the main reason of why I published the book and started the podcast. Now, how can a high school student DM people? Maybe they don't want to do a podcast, but maybe, you know, suppose they want to become an engineer or a doctor or whatever. I'm a lawyer. Yeah. How can, you know, high schoolers use Instagram towards this advantage um, to get those mentors? You know, it's actually really funny you just said that because on my last podcast with the Emmy winner, he actually talked about this. He's like, He's like, you know, people that are older, like me, like in the 50s and up, like we would love to help young people, like if they just reach out to us because we're not competing against them. Mm-hmm. And he said, like, he actually gives this, this statistic. He said 75% of the time, if a young person reached out to an older person or someone that they want to be in the future, they would literally help them and give them their golden nugget on how to be successful in that field. So if you're listening to this and you're on Instagram, I would definitely say DM as many professional people in your in your field as possible because they will reply to you. Like that like they want to help you, like my guy said. And I think that's huge because I didn't actually realize that, but you know, it makes total it makes total sense because they're not competing against you. But then he also said if you wait until you're like thirty and then you ask a forty year old like, yo, what should I do? Like they're not gonna help you because now you're competing against them in that field. So while you're young, use these social media outlets as a tool for you and grow with them because so many people are out there that you've never known before that are professionals that do what you want to do in the future and they'd be willing to help you. So yeah, if you're on Instagram, just DM these people. Just go out and just say, hey, my name is this. I see you're professional in this area. I want to do this in the future. I was wondering if you could give me any tips on what I should do right now. That's all you got to do. It's crazy, man. It's 
stuff like this didn't exist seven years ago, eight years ago. So take advantage of it. Not sure how long Instagram will be around. Maybe something else will be around like TikTok. (laughs) But just take advantage of DMing people, man. It's, it, it could be so powerful. And people get so nervous about DMing a total stranger thinking that it won't, maybe they won't reply. Maybe they won't because they, uh, someone famous might get so many DMs, but it's worth mm-hmm. a shot. Yeah. So what? Like, who cares if they don't reply? You already DM 50 other yeah. people also. So mm-hmm. one of them should reply. Statistically mm-hmm. speaking. And, and so. I want to go back to you talking about how you, you know, you didn't come from a poor household. It's, it's, I want to kind of break that stigma or break uh, people's thought pattern that, only people that don't have money have problems. There's people that have a lot of money that have problems. There's people that, you know, live in a middle class family that have problems. It's, they just have different problems. And we shouldn't judge someone's, the level of someone's problem just based off of the family that they were raised in. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, everyone honestly has problems in their yeah. own life that they have to deal with. But, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, you know, for me, like, even though I'm not poor, I'm not really rich. I'm just in the middle. Like we still have that problem. Mm-hmm. But if you think if you think money is going to make you happy in the future, you're so wrong. What's going to make you happy is what's inside of you, what your heart believes, what your morals are. If you stick to those morals, you know I I come through. I deal with those same pressures as well and those same problems. But I mean, you just got to be happy with where you are right now, what you have right now, because money won't solve them. Because even if you get the money, you're still going to have the same internal problems. Absolutely. But, you know, money can be a tool, though. Money can be a tool that can help you in the future, and which in turn can help make you happy. So don't get me wrong with that. I mean, money is very important, but you know, it's not going to make you happy. But I do believe that it can be a tool that you know can be used in order to you know help other people, and also to grow your brand or your personal business in order to get you to where you want to be, which in turn could make you happy so Absolutely. i mean there's two ways yeah and 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 you also mentioned i want to ask you that you did have some confidence and self-esteem issues in regards to what you know i would definitely say school because mm-hmm. i wasn't really the smartest kid you know what i mean so i always had that one kid in the class is like you just shout out the answer like every time like where like i even thought about it but it's like it's whatever but i mean i'm not stupid either but mm-hmm. i mean you know there's always like those confidence issues when someone someone around you is just better than you at something. And like, I guess once you think about it, no matter what you do, there's always going to be someone out there that's going to be better than you. So, mm-hmm. you know, you just got to be comfortable in your own skin and don't be afraid to, you know, like speak what you want to say and that kind of thing because confidence is huge. And even like on the basketball court, like I can relate to this. Like when you miss like six shots in a row, your confidence is just demolished. And so, you know, the next time you take your shot, you're like, okay, don't miss, don't miss, don't miss. And then you shoot and you, and you miss. So, I mean, you just got to develop confidence and that'll help you just, you know, it'll help you go down the right path in life and help you just say what you want to say and do what you want to do. And it'll prevent you from just being timid throughout your whole life. How can a, another high school junior or senior going into college develop that confidence? I would say, honestly, just doing what you want to do. Like, like you said, people are afraid to even DM people. Like, it's not even a face-to-face conversation. So even though you have that fear, you know, you just got to do it. And I think just overcoming that fear, it gets you confidence because you're then like, okay, I can actually do this. I can do this. I can do that. 
And so I think the number one thing that people can do to overcome this confidence issue is just take action no matter how small it is. No matter how small it is, no matter how much it makes you afraid or anything like that, you know, you just got to take action and just overcome it. Because like I said before, no matter where you are at life, no matter what you're doing, you're going to have fear. Like, it's just a normal thing. Like, even before I jumped on this call with you, you know, mm-hmm. I had a little, like, fear <laughs> the interview. but like, I've already interviewed normal, like 30 yeah. people on my podcast. So, yeah. So, I mean, like, it's natural. You just got to go through it and just know that it's just a, it's just a one-time thing and it won't last forever. Man, it's funny that you say that. I've done 38 interviews and I get nervous before each and every one of them. No matter how small, no matter how big, it doesn't matter. It's I get nervous between each and every one of them. It's it's yeah. good. It's like I used to do track and cross country. I used to get nervous before every race. But the difference is, are you going to use that fear to your advantage? Or are you going to use that fear and not do anything? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and fear is just a one-time thing. You know what I mean? Like I said before. And even if you look at like the professional life, like professional athletes, like even in the Super Bowl, like the Chiefs players, like some of them guys are dropping passes that are like they've caught in their sleep before. So I'm mean, like yeah. nerve with you wherever you go. So you just gotta you just gotta learn learn how to overcome it because that's a very valuable skill that you will use in the future. Do you have any last tips for a high school senior applying to colleges or a high school junior that's in the process of taking the SATs and they're having that stress from um, deciding what colleges to go to? Yeah, so if you're listening to this right now and you're stressing over all of these things, listen. I had about a 3.9 GPA in high school, and I got an 1170 on the SATs, okay? So, I mean, SATs are a standardized test, but, you know, they do not define who you are or your smartness or what you can accomplish in life. You know what I mean? How many – I can't tell you how many entrepreneurs I've interviewed on my podcast that were CEOs that have dropped out of college. So – I mean, if you're worried that, you know, you're not smart enough, you definitely are. So just have confidence in yourselves. And right now, take action and do what you want to do in the future. Don't let other people's opinion dictate what you do in the future. Because that can be the worst mistake you ever live with. Because, you know, you got to live with that job for the rest of your life until you retire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, if, oh, I'd say. and I was, I was going to say... um. I know people that have gotten two something GPAs in high school, literally just failing and they become really, really successful later on in life, more successful than, well, I guess if you consider more successful in a professional standpoint than the ones who had the 4.0 GPAs. So it really doesn't matter. It's, you have to work hard the rest of your life. Yes. And also I would say for kids, you know, just get out there on the social media platforms and network like we're doing this interview because we met on linkedin okay so yeah. if you're out there linkedin is a great tool and i would definitely recommend getting on linkedin even if you don't own a business or a podcast or anything like that just get out there and meet people because that's mm-hmm. the most important thing to do right now mm-hmm. and wh- where can people find you oh awesome yeah so on my instagram if you want to follow me my username is will underscore holdren i follow back automatically if you want to dm me i'll dm you back respond to you give you some help uh, if you want to find my podcast, it's called the Willpower Podcast. It's found on all platforms except for iTunes right now. And LinkedIn, my username is just Will Holden. So, I mean, reach out to me. I'm definitely out there on all social media outlets, and I'd be more than willing to help you. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for doing this, man. I know you have to jump on another call. 
um, in about 15 minutes, but I appreciate your time. No problem. Thank you so much for having me this morning. I really appreciate it. There's one important lesson I want you to get out of this episode. Quick, quick one to two minutes. It's up to you. It's up to you whether you want to go to college. It's up to you what college you want to go to. It's up to you what major you want to choose. It's up to you whether you want to take a break. It's up to you. You have to dig deep on what you want to do. And over time, what you want to do would change. Your ideas would change. Your opinions would change. What you want to do will change. But what you shouldn't do is feel that pressure from society, whether it's from parents, teachers, friends, on what you should do. Because the pressure that they put on you, and if you go to make them happy and to please them, eventually down the road, you're going to burn out and you're not going to be happy. You're not going to sustain that happiness based off of um, what they want to do. So in the end, it's what you want to do. And Will recommends that choose a college best for what you want to do and choose a college that you're not going to go into heavy debt for. So thank you for listening to this episode. Truly excited. It's my 38th interview. And if you haven't done so already, recommend Teenage Impact to a friend. I'm trying to inspire as many teens as possible. Um, This podcast is listened to in over 25 different countries. So I'm super excited on what the future holds and how many lives Teenage Impact Podcast can really impact. So until next time, peace.